Hello, beautiful people. I'm Callie, and you're listening to Season 3 of the Girl Uninspired Podcast. The podcast where we talk about channeling our beings, finding our niche, and what we do about inspiration. I've been in a creative slump for a while, and I'm finally starting to pull myself out of it. I hope these episodes can inspire you to create more, or at least introduce you to some really awesome creators. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the episode! Well, hi! Welcome to episode 10. I'm Callie, um, and today I'm recording my first ever solo episode, and I'll let you know that it has been a week, and it is only Wednesday. Um... But, yeah, so a lot of things have been, you know, kind of in my mind, in my space about, like, empathy, what it means to be human, and what it means to love other people. Um, There's a lot, and, like, a lot doesn't even begin to describe how much shit is happening in our world today. Um... I mean, this is just something I've really been thinking about. So I wanted to do an episode about empathy, um, kind of what that means, and like where we're seeing that play out um, right now. And actually, this episode is going to be released ahead of the other episodes because I just feel like it's really relevant and like this is something that is important to me and I want people to have access to it. Um, yeah, and this is the, this is the first time since I came up with this idea that I have had a moment to sit down and be alone, and, you know, maybe that's shocking, maybe it's not, um, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but it's interesting to, uh, you know, finally be able to take a break from the things going on around me and be able to do something that is so important to me. Um, so without any further, um, blabbering, I'm going to jump right into it. So, like I said, today I wanted to talk about empathy. Um, and, you know, Google's dictionary defines it as the ability to understand and share the feelings of another um to me it means being able to understand like what's going on with someone else and you know maybe you don't fully comprehend how that affects them and you don't get every single aspect of how that's impacting their life but through compassion and love, you know, you show up for that person, whether that be, you know, signing a petition or just sitting with them and letting them talk about their experience. Um, And to me, empathy is really important. Like, empathy also to me involves listening. Um, That's something that I try to work on is, you know, having meaningful conversations, um, what it is that you're saying, 
you know, does saying this have a purpose? Is it helpful versus harmful? Um, What are my intentions behind, you know, talking about this issue? Um, And being receptive to what other people have to say. So, you know, a lot of times in politics now, it is so polarized that it's like, oh, like, I I know better than you, so I'm not going to listen to you. And, like, I I feel like a lot of times, especially with my family, the conversation gets heated up so quickly. And it's not that, you know, we're ill intent towards each other. It's just that, you know, things that are happening in politics today are very... They're very close to emotion. They're tied to emotions. And so when you say that you don't think this should exist or should happen or this isn't happening, that kind of thing, you sometimes people have a hard time separating that statement with an attack on themselves. And oftentimes, you know, if someone's disagreeing, they're going to go straight into defensive mode. And it's not like, oh, like, I hear what you're saying. But this is my experience kind of thing. And I feel like that's that's a big issue. Because um, we've lost the ability to talk to each other. And we've lost the ability to look at another person and be like, Oh, like, I get that this is what you think. And I get that this is how you were raised. But this is my experience. And I am witnessing this. And... This person says that they don't hate another group of people. Okay, so for instance, I was talking with my boss. Um, shout out, Miss Jerry. Love you. But we were actually had a very civil, civilized conversation about politics. And, um, and my boss was talking about, like, oh, President Trump, like, has never said that he hates black people. And I said okay, you know, I don't have all the resources with me right now, but, um, you know, it is okay, like, you can say that you don't hate something, but, but look at his staff of the White House, if you look at a picture of the White House staff, it is primarily white men now, um, and, you know, no matter what you say, if this is your reality, if this is your actions, if you say you aren't racist, but you only hire white people, then that's racist. (laughs) And, um, like, I can't get into all that is the, um, the spectrum of race, because I'm a white person, and I'm doing my best to kind of, like, educate myself um, and, like, I will never be perfect kind of thing, so I feel like that's a disclaimer, is, like, I'm gonna try my best, but I'm gonna make mistakes, so, um, so, let's kind of use that to, like, show us the current events that are happening, so, (sighs) I feel very intensely, I have I don't know what it is about me. Maybe you're like this too. Maybe 
maybe this is how you feel too, but I mean, like good emotions, I feel like radically just bright and ready and energized and but then on the same spectrum bad emotions are just so heavy and it's hard for me to deal with that and you know I'm just gonna go ahead and be honest like I have depression and I've had it um for as long as I can remember since being like 12 and you know it's frustrating because you know Sometimes I have good days, sometimes I have bad days, and your surroundings, your environment definitely influence that, and so when it feels like all of the world is hurting, I feel like all of me is hurting, Um, and I know maybe that sounds sappy or stupid, but that's just, you know, I get, I don't think of myself as like, emotionally like outward I don't think of myself as like crying in front of others and you know being like oh my god like that hurts like not that there's anything wrong with that that's just not me but you know I do find myself just inwardly just aching because of the tragedy that's happening in our world and it's um you know it's not limited to America or Louisiana, or even Ruston, like, it is, there's so much, there's so much going on, okay, so I'm just gonna talk about a couple events, so right now we have the coronavirus pandemic, of course, everybody knows about this, um, I mean, there's no way to not know about this unless you are literally living in the woods, um, And then we have the most recent Hurricane Laura um, that hit and devastated Lake Charles and um, southern Louisiana. And then we have the Black Lives Matter movement that was started in 2013, but um, with a recent death um, of George Floyd was kind of rekindled by... um, white people being infuriated, which is, like, what we need, um, and then we have the abortion rights happening, so in Louisiana, we have, uh, Amendment 1 coming up in November to be voted on, and, um, basically, this amendment, if approved, is going to ban abortions in Louisiana, um, and, like, make it extra hard to like ever get repealed in the future so like in Louisiana we already have abortion laws that are like oh like no taxpayer dollars kind of thing and if amendment one is passed then it's just gonna make that an extra legal step to go through um and then we have the forest fires in California and Oregon and we have the recent, um, the recent, I'm trying to think of the word, like, ICE has been sterilizing, um, giving immigrant women hysterectomies, um, that has recently come to light, and, yeah, that's that's pretty much all that I'm thinking about right now. And 
when I'm thinking about these, like, a lot of it comes back to, like, our home, whether that be, like, our physical, like, state home, like, California or Louisiana, um, or our home in, like, our bodies, and I'm not about to try to be some, like, yoga teacher, not that there's anything wrong with that, but, um, like, it's really interesting to see how our lands are being destroyed, um, both by, you know, corporations and global warming, which is related, and also, um, by natural disasters and our bodies being, you know, like, where, where are, where are our rights, where are, where are our choices, and, you know, what if we don't have a choice? Um, so, first I want to talk about the pandemic, um, It's very frustrating to see um, coronavirus cases being, like, countries that, you know, they shut down, and they did what they were supposed to, and they wore masks, and they stayed at home, and, you know, they're, like, they're almost done with it kind of thing. Like, they're reopening, and no one's getting sick. Um, And then to look at the U.S.'s response... And see that there have been 1,900,000 deaths from coronavirus because it was just managed so poorly. You know, we never had a national mask mandate. It took forever for Trump to be seen on the media with a mask to begin with. Um, And of course, there's so much like, conspiracy theorists, like, out there, um, talking about how masks don't even work, and, um, like, I'm not wearing a mask because it's my body, and it's, it's really difficult to watch people protest having to wear a mask, um, because, I mean, it makes me angry, it makes me just kind of want to scream, like, what, what, what are you doing? Like, it is so simple to wear a mask. Like, put a mask on, go in the store, take it off when you get outside. Like, it is so simple and easy. And, you know, let's say it doesn't even work. Let's say masks don't work. It is at least having the compassion and the empathy to care about the person next to you, like, this person might have a weaker immune system than me, I'm gonna wear a mask, not for myself, but because this person needs to be protected, and that's so outside of American ideology of you know, this is about me, this is about my body, this is about me being able to quote-unquote breathe, even though that's completely false. Um, and it's frustrating because, like, 
it's it to me it just seems so mean like why can't you just why can't you just put the mask on you know what is so difficult about putting the mask on you know so we can get coronavirus to you know go away um and yeah so that's my thoughts on that for now and then going into Hurricane Laura, I live in Louisiana. A lot of people that I know, coincidentally, live in Louisiana. Um, I've gone to Lake Charles for so many things in the past. Like, that's where I would go um, dress shopping. And so this hurricane completely destroyed southern Louisiana. Like, even... Where I live, which is northern Louisiana, like, the most north of Louisiana you can get, is, like, we lost power for days, um, and we got, you know, just some rain and wind, and a lot of houses were destroyed, um, and my family was told that they were going to lose power, they were going to have loss of power for weeks, and I believe that there are still places um south of my of um uh, where I'm from that still do not have power um and first of all, electricity, water, clean oxygen those are all like like I think everyone should have a right to all of those. Um, and it's also kind of upsetting, like, knowing the damage that Hurricane Harvey did to the East Coast and Hurricane, uh, I think it's Sandy that, or no, Hurricane Harvey was Houston. Anyway, there are two other hurricanes that, you know got a lot of media attention and you know it was like the damage was you know almost completely fixed up like very quickly and I like Lake Charles residents are still suffering and I have like seen very little coverage of it like the people that are reposting about, like, help Lake Charles are, like, people that live in Louisiana. Like, I don't think I've seen any of my other, like, social media accounts, um, who live outside of Louisiana reposting about helping Lake Charles, which, you know, may not make, may not seem like that big a deal, but your likes, your shares, your repost are so influential on who's seeing them, um, and basically spreading awareness and so it's it's upsetting because like I know that you guys not you guys but I know that people think like Louisiana like they're all racist uh, misogynistic bad people they all suck but like and I'm not gonna lie it's very it's very frustrating living in quote unquote the south but, but like, we are still people besides that fact. 
like, all of us, and also, Louisiana is, like, primarily, um, like, primarily has black residents, so, you know, first of all, the whole state, the whole community is gonna be, um, poor due to lack of resources, but also, like, it is more than, like, oh, we're gonna help these places, and we're not gonna help these places, it, it just feels like there's something missing here, and I'm not sure what it is, so I'm gonna move on to, um, I'm going to move on to, like, abortion rights. Um, so, in November, Election Day, we're having, like I said, um, Amendment 1, pass or fail. And the important thing to remember is that if you're going to vote, you need to vote no so that they do not pass this. Um, it takes away a woman's right to choose. And... That is something else that has been coming up in a lot of my conversations recently about um, about being able to choose is like personally like I don't think I don't think I've ever met anyone who is like abortion is good like it's good I want to have one like I've never met someone like that that like incur like encourages it the people that i've met when we talk about abortion we talk about this isn't my preference but it needs to be an option and i you know i can't really comment like i don't know if i would get an abortion or not because i haven't been in that situation but the thing about anti-choice is like if you think that if you think that abortion is morally wrong and you don't want them to happen then there are other areas that you should be like you should be trying to improve because that is what is going to stop abortion so let me clarify if states like Louisiana had mandatory sex ed classes, which they do not right now, then, and like if they had a, a mandatory curriculum, because right now it's just up to the schools to decide. If they had that, and it was educational, it was in-depth, it was, um, it was you know, we want you to practice abstinence, but here are the methods of birth control, here's how to have safe sex kind of thing. It Then less people would get pregnant. Um, and less people that did not want to get pregnant that got pregnant would not have abortions. You know, if that... I I, I kind of messed my words up there for a second, so... But what I'm trying to say is, like, if people don't get pregnant that don't want to be pregnant, or then they're not going to need abortions. Um, still don't think I'm saying that quite right. But 
the way to combat, like, people getting abortions is to start at the source of the problem, which is people getting unwanted pregnancies. So, like, provide free condoms, educate people about how to use them correctly, educate um, students and peers, and people are naturally curious. You cannot just say, oh, we're not going to talk about it and it's not going to happen, you know? It birth control, I believe, should be free because if first of all, birth control does way more than just preventing getting pregnant, but it is so helpful in the sense of like it can help with period pains, it can help with um irregulation and endometriosis kind of thing, and I think birth control should be easily accessible and I think this goes back to the whole like empathy thing of please like understand that you know I love you and I respect you so you should be able to choose what you want to do and yes these are here are some of your other options but if you feel that abortion is what you need to do then you should have access to a safe and legal one because You know, making abortion illegal isn't going to stop abortions from happening. It's just going to make them a whole lot more dangerous. Um, So, I mean, I I can't cover everything. I mean, there's, I'm not going to sit here and revel over the fact that there's so much going on in our world right now that kind of sucks, like, big time. Um... I kind of want to pose a question to the audience. I want you to, like, really think about, like, what it is you're hearing. Um, I'm trying to listen to myself as I say this, you know, because I don't want this to be just me rambling, you know. I want this to be meaningful. I want this to, to maybe make someone second guess the way they think about something, maybe. Um. So my question is, like, when did we lose empathy? Like, when did you stop caring about your neighbor? When did you stop caring about that person holding a sign up on the side of the street? You know, I saw a sign the other day that said, uh, please do not encourage panhandlers. And it was really odd to me because, like, I don't think anyone is... I mean, of course I might be wrong, but it doesn't seem like a fun idea to just go sit on the side of the road and just beg people for money, you know? And I I know that some people might use it to scam other people, but I, I don't know, like, a common thing is like, oh, but like, what if that's a scam? Like, what if they're just trying to get your money? Okay, fine. Uh, You got ten bucks for me. Good job for you. But, you know, what if it's not a scam? What if that person has nothing else? You know? Um, And so, you know, it's just, it's interesting to think, like, how how are we affected? How do we affect others? 
and like what does it mean to like love someone even if you don't know them or you don't agree with them you know recognizing that just because they're different like they still deserve respect um I listened to a TED talk the other day about overcoming apathy which was so it was so enlightening because it was talking about how you know we just get so um so bogged down by negative emotions that we just don't let it change us and so apathy is the lack of interest enthusiasm or concern you know how do you combat that how do you overcome apathy and you know you do that by things like voting you know Go to your polls because you care and you want the future to be different, you know? Um, Random acts of kindness, you know? I have a, like, telling yourself, like, I have an enthusiasm for life today. Today is going to be, like, might be the best day of my life. Today is important. How I act today impacts others how I am kind um, can change someone else's day. You know, just randomly telling someone, oh, hey, your outfit looks so cute. Like, <laughs> that that kind of stuff makes my day. Um, or, you know, reaching out to someone and being like, hey, like, I was thinking about you and I hope you're doing okay. Um, that kind of thing. So, another thing is, like, just care. <laughs> like, like that's another argument that's come up, come up so much in um, my feed lately. Is like, like, I don't know how to convince you that you should care about other people. About, like, all of the West Coast burning down. Um... I don't know how you, how to convince you to care about other people by wearing a mask. Um, that kind of thing. And another point of overcoming apathy is by speaking up, you know. And not not speaking out, but speaking up. So I like to think of it in this way is, let's say, and this happened to me, let's say someone posts something on their social media and it catches your eye and you're like hey this could be upsetting to someone else this could be affecting someone else and i know this person i know they didn't intend for it to come across this way but i should let them know the next step isn't to jump in their comment section and be like oh like you did this and this is so horrible blah 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 no The next step is calling in that person, you know, going in their DMs quietly and being like, hey, not sure if you meant to do this, but this is how it appeared to me. And I was wondering um, if you recognize that. And, you know, in in my example, um, 
in my case, it was, I mean, it almost happened immediately, like, the change was made, and the other person was like, oh, like, I didn't even realize that, like, I'm sorry, kind of thing, um, and another thing to overcome apathy would be reaching out to your neighbor, like, a lot of the time we're so caught up, and I do this too, of, like, just thinking about what do I look like? What am I doing wrong? What, what, like, what, what am I saying? Like, does it make sense? Am I doing this right? Am I walking weird? Am I talking weird? Am I breathing weird? Um, it just, we get so caught up in ourselves that we forget that we're like, hey, you know, that person that sat across from the table for me today, they didn't look like they were having a good time. Should have, Maybe I should have asked them, you know? Because, and this goes into another tangent, but people are really good at hiding things that upset them. Um, this is going to come out soon, so uh, this month right now is September, and September is Suicide Awareness Month. And I'm going to go a little bit into why this is so meaningful for me. Um... So, like I said, um, I have depression. I've had it for a while. And, you know, last year in college, or actually the last two years, were really, really rough for me. Um, You know, I felt like I was hiding things from my family because I hadn't come out to them. And I just felt really, really bad. And I was in a very dark place. And... Um, I was not going to counseling, I was actively, uh, self-harming, and was about to attempt, uh, suicide twice. It happened two different occasions, late 2019. Um, and... It, my problem was that I didn't ever reach out to anyone for help because in my mind you know like if people see me crying oh that's weak if I you know ask someone for help they're gonna think I'm I can't handle anything or that like like I need to be strong I need to fix this on my own like that you know, even recognizing that there was a problem, um, and so I had a friend, um, that November take me to the counseling office, and I tried a new counselor, and, and then I wound up being hospitalized, um, and I feel like I've been a little bit better since then, (laughs) Um, I will say I'm, like, 330 days clean at the moment, um, and I say, I, I've said all of that, I've told you my story, because I'm not, I don't usually, you know, talk about my experience, you know, like, I kind of allude to it, but I never really go in detail about it, um, 
because vulnerability is a really weird feeling for me. Um, I'm sure it is for you, too. And, you know, I just wonder, like, you know, if someone had reached out to me during those times, because obviously I was not okay, um, if someone, you know, sitting at a table in one of my classes, like, looked at me and was like, hey, like, I, you know, maybe this isn't any of my business, but you just seem really down lately, and I'm kind of worried about you. Like, I I wonder how that would have affected me, and, like, if that would have changed, like, if I would have been honest with that person, if I would have gotten help sooner, um, and honestly, I'll never know. Like, I'll never know, like, what would have happened, but that is what leads me like that mindset is what leads me to kind of reach out to the people that surround me now it's like I want to be what I needed um I want to be who I needed then you know um there's another post that I've seen that says like I be the person that your younger self needed you to be and Like, I swear, it might seem like I have all of my shit together, but I absolutely do not. Um, It's hard, man. Life is hard. We, we, you know, things freaking suck nowadays. But I just keep thinking, like, it's going to get better sometime. Like, it has to get better. Like, we are the generation of change. We are going to change the world. And so, yeah, we've got to go through some shit first. And... I'd really like to get out of this shit storm. Like, I really would. But... All of this that we're going through... Is helping us grow. Like... Like, I don't know if there is a reason for it. But I know that we will grow because of it. Um, And so, like, this is a call to action. If you are still listening to this episode, first of all, thank you. Second of all, please enact it, even if it's just once today or tomorrow or this week or once this month or once this year. Just... Do something through empathy, you know, volunteer, pick up litter on the side of the road because, you know, it's a nice thing to do, um, donate to a cause that needs your help because there are plenty of them, um, if donating, you know, some of us aren't financially able to donate myself included, I do what I can, but, you know, reach out to your community. Ask someone, you know, that seems a little lonely, like, if they need help, you know. Um, Educate your friends about upcoming things that need to be voted on, like Amendment 1. Like, that is so important to be voted no on. Um, 
have difficult conversations without fighting if you can. You know, talk to your friends. Um, go outside. You know, cherish what you have in this moment. And this sounds really sappy. I know. But, like, the best that we can do is our best. Like, you literally, you will never be 100%, like, on the grind kind of thing. And it's it can be really difficult. So, like, of course, take care of yourself. You know, counseling is free at most universities. Um, go to counseling. Um, just, I encourage you to think outside of your home whether that be your body or your physical home or your city or your state or even America. Like, think outside of yourself. Myself included. Guys, I'm talking to myself too during this. And, you know, allow yourself to feel all the shitty things that are happening and for that to make you sad and for that to make you upset and then do something about it. Um, I know for me, there was a point that, like, after I'd worked a full day, I came home and, you know, I, I was going to do this, I was going to do that, and then I got home and I laid on my floor and cried for like two hours. Because there, I just felt so much pain. Like, when there's pain in the world, like, I, I, I just feel it. And, you know, sometimes it makes, like, my wrist hurt. And sometimes it makes my chest heavier. And I always try to ignore that. But, like, if, if you feel that, if you recognize that, then, like, allow yourself to feel it because the second you start letting it make you numb you're losing empathy and we need to be able to have compassion with another one another person another thing another family we need to be able to care about things like it like be passionate about things be inspired by things don't let the world callous you you know it's hard and you know of course this isn't for everyone but man the world would be a nicer place if it was I'm just trying to kind of process this as I'm saying you know like I hope this means something to you, and I hope that I don't just sound like some ridiculously, like, like, asshole that, like, thinks they know everything. I don't know anything. Um, that's kind of something I figured out is nobody knows anything. Um, I, 
<laughs> like, I literally am, like, saying all of this, and, you know, who knows? I, I'm not perfect, and... So, you know, yeah, be on, you can be on the other side. You can be like, Cal, you asshole, you have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea what I'm going through. That's right, I don't. Um, but I'm here to listen if you want to reach out to me. Um, and, like, that's what I encourage you to do, too, is reach out to people. Love people. Love, love our world, you know? have empathy. I've said that way too many times, but, like, actually care about things, please, because, like, once we stop caring about things, or once the bad things stop making us upset, we become numb. And it's not fun to be numb. And I feel like I'm trying to wrap this up, and it kind of just keeps repeating itself, so I'm gonna close. Um, Thank you for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this. And it would mean the world to me if you shared it with people or if you left me a comment or something. If there's something that I skipped over. Um, let me know if you like this solo episode because turns out I can talk for a long time by myself. <laughs> um... Yeah, I just, I'd love to hear from you. Um, I, lo- I love it if you guys share the podcast. Like, make sure you tag me because that means the world to me. Um, and I hope you guys can make it through 2020 and beyond <laughs> with me. Um, I get. We'll see. I mean, I don't know what we have in store. We still got like four months left, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Hey, lovelies! You just listened to an episode of the Girl and Inspired podcast. Thank you so much for listening, for your time, and I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you for supporting me on my creative journey. And if you enjoyed the episode, you can follow us on Insta at the Girl Uninspired Podcast. There's an underscore in between every single word. If you have questions, concerns, content, other, you can email me at CallieKRobbins3 at gmail.com. That's Callie, C-A-L-L-I-E-K-R-O-B-B-I-N-S, 3 at gmail.com. Bye!